Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I have Vienny Lee on with me. She is a the founder of the Status Flow Collective, an education, empowerment, and coaching business that transforms and elevates your life through the power of your period. So welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Andrea. I'm super excited to talk to you. Yes. So I would love to kind of get a little bit more about your background and maybe what led you to the menstrual health, um, you know, kind of vision of your work. Mm, yeah. Okay. So where do I start? <laughs> um, so I actually found myself here in this menstrual health arena due to really suffering quite badly with my own periods and my menstrual cycle however I didn't know at the time that there was a link between my mental health and my menstrual health so what actually happened was um, I was suffering from debilitating periods um, chronic mood swings really painful periods and just like every you know step forward felt like 100 steps back um, and I was actually diagnosed with something after having a hormonal breakdown, um, diagnosed with something called PMDD. Now I had no idea what this was. Um, I didn't even know that there were such things, such things as like hormone based mood disorders. And that's what it is. Premenstrual mm. dysphoric disorder. Um, and you know, when I found out and I found a whole community of other people that were suffering with the same condition as me, now, I really felt like I wasn't alone anymore because what can happen with your menstrual cycle if you're not you know, paying attention to it is that it can leave you feeling helpless and like there's no way out and life is really hard to navigate. navigate. So um, after being referred to a specialist, I was kind of told that my options were to you know, just manage my symptoms for the rest of my life. Um, to I could my options as well were to have SSRIs so to go into antidepressants and I actually spoke with a couple of people inside the PMDD community who were having hysterectomies to remove their their um, wombs so their uteruses so wow all of those options just didn't feel like something that just I always say like it's it's not my portion Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I just said it wasn't my portion and um you know I witnessed my mum um when I was about 11 years old um heal actually completely from breast cancer Mm. um she was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 11 and she made a complete lifestyle shift she shifted the way that she ate she shifted the way that she thought she shifted her entire lifestyle and she's still here with us today she's 67 years old and she's doing amazing and I just knew that when I was given those options for how I could you know kind of reclaim my life it just didn't feel right I knew there there was another way so I set about exploring how to heal my symptoms holistically and wow the things that I discovered just completely blew my mind I didn't know that our menstrual cycles weren't these things that just happened to us. I didn't know that your our menstrual cycles were our fifth vital sign. I didn't know that we could actually use our cycles to actually help us in life. So discovering all of these things just made me super excited. Obviously, I was on a really deep healing journey. Um, and I thought I need to help people with this. You know, if I'm going to get through this, I can 
help people with this as well. And five months after diagnosis, I no longer had any more PMDD symptoms. And that continued to be my reality up until today. So there was a lot of trial and error. There was a lot of things that I kind of went through. Um, but, you know, after those five months, and I realized that I wasn't suffering anymore. I, you know, dug out my, um, my university books because I studied science and anatomy, biology and health studies in, 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 in university. And I retrained as a, as, a, as a coach and I started helping people to really understand how their menstrual cycles can transform and elevate their lives. And I just became obsessed with it. And it's such a powerful thing to be able to put your health back in your own hands and really be able to self-advocate and recognize that you have more influence and authority over your life than you ever knew. So that's kind of how I ended up here, Andrea. <laughs> I never thought wow. I would be this you know period person or this period girl I'll be talking about menstrual cycles it just wasn't in my vision at all but you know God's always got a plan for your life and I think that you know this was this was definitely my calling wow I mean that's definitely a powerful story and journey that you are on um and when you said like if people are listening and they're kind of thinking okay like lifestyle changes and shifts um you know can you talk a little bit about what that might look like, um, just in general, if it's food, if it's exercise or what, you know, kind of big rocks might people need to look at to kind of start to make some of those shifts to better understand their bodies. Yeah, no, great question. Cause it's so easy to kind of say, yeah, change your lifestyle. And people are like, but how, um, it's such a myriad of different things. Um, isn't that what I do, what I do want to say is that there's not one thing that will make the change like it is a it's a journey and um there's it's not like a destination like one day you're just going to wind up and be like right that's it I'm all good to go now like aligning with your cycle is a practice um and it's a beautiful one that you should really embrace um so I would the thing that I want to talk about which was really the catalyst was working with my subconscious mind so I um had some hypnotherapy done and when I realized that the way that I was thinking shifted and that shifted the way that I was behaving and then that shifted the way that my, you know, my menstrual cycle experience would um, unveil itself was such a big game changer for me. So much so that I actually trained as a clinical hypnotherapist myself because the transformation was so powerful, so long lasting. And it's something that I actually weave into my coaching now. Um, so really understanding your subconscious mind was a huge, huge part because we have our minds to, to use, right? And I think what happens is that some people end up letting their minds use them. Mm. And um, it's just such a powerful thing when you're able to really work with your subconscious mind to reprogram those beliefs and those behaviors and those patterns because 95% of the way that we function our thoughts our beliefs our our patterns our behaviors our habits are all created by the subconscious mind and only five percent is our conscious mind which is crazy so when you're trying to do things consciously you're you know you're not really (laughs) in the race to win right Mm -hmm. you're you need to start working from your subconscious mind um so yeah just really catching your thoughts before your thoughts run away with you and 
um, rearranging them so that they're empowering instead of disempowering you. So I always say one of the most empowering or the most powerful things that you can say is I am and then add in a really powerful statement at the end of that. So mm. um, what you say after I am is either going to kind of make or break your physical or mental health. Your thoughts can actually do that. They actually hold great power to be able to do that. Some other things that I did and, you know, what I, I teach now is um, thinking with my cycle based on foods. So choosing cycle specific foods to eat at different phases of my cycle. Um, this is a real big game changer as well, because we've been conditioned to believe that we kind of are we need to kind of eat the same thing day in and day out or do the same thing day in and day out where actually if you have female biology our biochemistry is changing up to 25 percent in our brains every single week as we go through these different hormonal fluxes right so it's important then to change the way that you eat to to fit that hormonal change does that make sense yeah totally um so yeah so shifting what I was eating really you know exploring and being excited by food again by whole foods um and just having so much more variety and um um what's the word so yeah so much more variety in my diet um and yeah moving my body every day right um moving your body every day because what can happen when you're dealing with like chronic mood swings or you know you're on an emotional roller coaster with your cycle every single month is that stuck energy right and we're energetic beings and our our bodies are actually our, actually our aura is like the principle the founding principle of all to kind of like make all of the systems in your body work so if you're able to like shift energy and move energy through you, because that's what emotions are, they're just energy in motion, then you're able to feel lighter, brighter and have more mental clarity. So, you know, when they say moving your body every day and movement um, is medicine, that is so, so true. Hmm. Those are a couple of things that I did. There's, you know, like, an, like I said, there's an array of things that you can explore and try. Um but those are the things that really helped me, my mind, my body and my, um, my food. Hmm. Yeah. And I love that you, you know, brought up that we are different and how you're eating differently throughout your cycle. Um, cause I think a lot of the times we're meant to believe, to think that our emotions should be the same throughout the whole month. And, mm. you know, like, as we were talking before, you know, I'm in the luteal phase right now and you're in the follicular phase and we have yeah. different energies going on. Um, and that's, and that's fine. And that's, that's stuff that we should notice, you know, and we don't always, we just kind of judge ourselves. Like before I know I would always judge myself for feeling like, oh, I'm a little more low energy right now. I'm a little bit more, want to hunker down and would force myself to kind of go and push. Um, and I know you recently talked about resting and why it's so important to slow down. So can you talk a little bit about that and why we don't always want to push, push and push? Yeah. Oh. Um, I was just talking about this today, actually, um, on an Instagram live that I did. And I was saying that one of my favorite quotes, and I hope this really speaks to someone today, is nature never rushes, 
yet everything is still accomplished. So what I mean by that is, and that's by Lao Tzu, um, what I mean by that is if you have female biology and you have a menstrual cycle, we actually reflect nature and earth. There's no, there's no coincidence that we, there are four um, phases of your menstrual cycle and four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And when you think about those four seasons, we've got spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Now, some people like to, you know, wish the winter away so that they can go into a new year and, and start the spring, right? Or that some people like to, they can't wait for summer to be over because they love kind of like grounding down and getting snuggly and waiting for winter to come. Mm-hmm. But there's so many of us that try and rush through that process which is natural and that's what you're going to find within your menstrual cycle we if you want to think about the four phases of your menstrual cycle as those seasons spring summer autumn winter then we have an inbuilt mechanism that allows us to actually rest and that is our winter and that is our bleeding phase it's super important that we do actually take this time to rest because we've been conditioned to believe that we need to be on you know that green light all the time we need to be constantly um, producing work, being productive, having this constant addiction to ticking things off our to-do list, which is absolutely fine, right? It's no, there's nothing wrong with being driven and having goals. However, we need to be able to press pause at some points to be able to re- reevaluate, to restore, and to fill back up our cups so that we can continue to do the things that we want to do. So just as important as it is to actually you know, have a goal, have something, you know, big in your grandest vision. Rest is also a goal, right? Rest is also a goal. Rest is also going to help you to be more successful. And that's something that I've had to learn the hard way. (laughs) I'm sure we've all had to learn that the hard way. Um, But rest is super important, Um, especially if we're talking about, you know, the different phases of our cycle and those different energetic um, kind of themes that we go through it's so important to be able to know that when we go into the latter part of our cycle so your autumn winter that is a time that you can really start slowing down and that's good because everything in this world works in dualities right there's a yin there's a yang there's a sun and a moon and whatever but the first half of our cycle your spring and summer that can be your time when you're going for it and you can do all of the things but have that balance so that you can do things more sustainably in a way that is really going to help you to be more, more impactful in your life and how you interact with others around you. Yes. And I, I love that. And, you know, I think it's some breaking it into the seasons makes it just, um, you know, chunked down for people to kind of understand. Cause maybe even me just saying the luteal and follicular people might be like, okay, I've heard them. I don't quite know what that means, but you know, yeah. like your spring and your, your autumn, you're like, okay, yeah. I can get that. I can correlate those things. Mm. Um, and if someone's listening and, you know, you'd mentioned pairing up, you know, work with your cycle, is there a way, like what, what kind of strategies if someone's kind of thinking, yeah, I do actually want to start maybe implementing some of these tools into my work life. Is there any like, you know, first place to start for that? Yeah, absolutely. I would say if you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, Oh, I can use my cycle to help me be more productive. Wow. (laughs) um the first thing I would say is start tracking your cycle like start tracking your cycle straight away um I have 
lots of free resources um that i'm sure you can share with your listeners andrea yeah. that um that will help you or guide you to be able to start really paying attention to your menstrual cycle and um start working in working with it in a way that help, really helps to optimize your workflow so tracking your cycle the reason why this matters is because you'll get to know certain days or certain patterns um, where you can be a certain type of, let's just say character for now, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not the best word to use, but that's what came to my head. Um, So let's just say, for example, you start tracking your cycle. This was my experience, okay? So I started tracking my cycle and I started realizing that day 21 of my cycle when... um, after my PMDD diagnosis was a day that really threw me under. Like I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't get anything done. I was very upset the whole day. And, you know, now knowing that that day 21 was such a kind of like a bum day for me, I, I then started making sure that I didn't schedule anything on that day. And I started reframing it as, as a day to really prioritize myself. So I know this isn't work related right now. I'm getting there. (laughs) Oh, this is perfect. Um, But yeah, so day 21 became a day that I, you know, really ensured that I gave myself some guilt-free resting. I really started taking care of myself. Um, So then on day 22, I felt, you know, restored, rejuvenated, and I could get things done. Now, for example, day 14 of my cycle um, is a day that I know that I can be super visible. I can do um, Instagram lives. I can talk to my audience. I can record my podcast episodes. Um, you know, I'm very good at communicating. Um, so the first thing that you really want to do is just really start tracking your cycle for at least two to three months. So you can start putting out that information. And that information is your own personal data. It is like liquid gold having this information because you're able to really strategize in a way that serves you and also other people around you. Like you don't want to be in a situation where say if day 21 is your kind of like rough and ready day and you organize to do, I don't know, a virtual live summit or something and you're just not feeling it. Like you can, you can really use this to your advantage. So just in a quick nutshell, I'd say, your spring is a time that you really want to, so your spring is just after you finished your bleed. Um, so this is called your follicular phase. And this is the time that you want to do a bit more planning and your brain is actually um, able to make connections quicker. Um, so a bit more creative thinking, a bit of brainstorming and all of that. And then in your summer, you are able to, like I said, be really, really good with public speaking showing up being visible you know juggling all the plates having all that energy and then your autumn is actually a time where that pms or you know those um period symptoms can start showing um but this is completely avoidable you don't have to let this be your reality but once you balance your hormones and really start working with your cycle um so that you can really thrive your autumn is actually a time where you can get some really great deep work done um, I actually launched an entire course, I created an entire course during my autumn, which just wasn't a thing for me, you know, when I had my hormone-based mood disorder, I just wouldn't do anything, I wouldn't mm-hmm. show my face, um, but yeah, it's a really great time for you to focus on those little details, 
And then in your winter, we're just going to go back to it again, resting, because resting is success. Time to really evaluate, you know, what you've, what you've done this past cycle and start and get ready for a brand new cycle because it's a new opportunity for you to um, just learn more about yourself, tap more into your wisdom, sharpen your intuition and just be a better version of yourself each and every time. Mm. That's great. And one of the things um, that was kind of coming up as you're, as you're talking about that, um, you know, working with the cycle and, you know, if someone works maybe with like a more, you know, male dominated, you know, industry, do you have any tips for them if they're kind of, um, you know, I had a client who, you know, cause I, I'm working with her and like working out with her cycle. And then she was kind of asking, well, how can I bring this to my workplace? But she's one of the few females who work there. And I was like, that's a great question. You know, just cause I've, I've had my own business for, you know, eight years. So I'm like, oh, a little out of touch with like, what are some tips that, you know, you could do? Do you have any ideas of, you know, how could maybe people who might be in that place, how can they start to bring that into their workplace? Well, the first thing is to do is to really acknowledge, accept and respect where you're at. If you're in a male dominated industry and, you know, the male hormonal cycle is 24 hours, whereas if you have female biology, it's, we have that 28 day hormonal cycle, um, which is completely different. Um, the first thing I really want anyone who's listening who's in that situation right now is to acknowledge that you're different and that is a good thing right it's a good thing because you've got so many of these advantages that you can use to your own um, benefit so but I'm not saying that you need to start announcing I'm in my autumn or I'm in my spring so I'm going to be great for this don't need <laughs> to announce it it's something that you're going to hold for yourself right it's, it's about giving yourself is about tapping back into that self-authority and that influence that you have over your life. One thing that you might want to do is to map out, when you start tracking your cycle for a bit, is to map out your your phases. So you can see in your if you're using a Google calendar or if you're using an actual paper, physical diary or planner, is to map out where you are in your cycle. So you'll have like spring for a week or two, whatever, and then um, going into summer, autumn and winter. So you can actually see, so you're prepared. So if somebody says, oh, um, what's your favorite person's name is Jane. Um, are you able to get this back to me by such and such time and your day 24 of your cycle and you know that you're about to bleed any day, um, you can actually push back and say, well, just to manage your expectations, um, I might need a little bit more time with this, right? So you are actually foreseeing the future so you can make better choices you can be more in control of your workload and able to set better boundaries um so you don't fall into this habit of people pleasing and then feeling really guilty or feeling really disempowered when you feel like you can't perform to the level that you were the week before does that make sense oh yeah those are great those are great tips mm-hmm. and just knowing that you have the the power um to say you know hey i do need a few more days you know and just acknowledging that I think that's great yeah so one of the the other questions I I, you know is kind of coming up for me is you know this year globally it's been a tough year on you know hormones and health and I've had many people who said their cycles are just off Um, is there anything that you've seen maybe this past year that kind of keeps coming up or any period problems that um, you know maybe 
again, we might not have realized they, they're problems. Cause I think sometimes if people's cycles get shorter, you know, they're like, Oh, okay. And we don't, we just say, okay, rather than saying, okay, is there something going on here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen it all this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all seen it. All. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, no, I've seen it all and I've heard it all. Like I've experienced it all. Um, what I've seen is, you know, cycles being shorter, cycles being longer, you know, you know, really holding on to that bleed before it actually <laughs> arrives. Um, and what I do want to say about that when you're, when your cycle is a little bit longer than you used to, again, it's a good thing sometimes because there's wisdom in that, right? There's a message maybe that you need to, you need before you get that clarity before your bleed. Um, I've seen um, cycles popping up on random days and all of that. And I, the most important thing, like the, what should be in the forefront of your mind if you're working, if you're aiming to really balance your hormones is to manage your stress. Mm. And that's, that sounds super like easy <laughs> to say right now, but it's been a really stressful year um, for some. Um, and it's been a really challenging year. It's been a very uncertain year. There's been a lot of things that have been going on within this global landscape, but stress management should be on the forefront of your mind if you're working to balance your hormones and working to have easier, more peaceful, pain-free, symptomless cycles. Because stress is like, I've, I actually got a quote that I do on my Instagram. Um, stress is savage for your hormones. Mm. it's absolutely it will literally like just completely mm. mess up your hormones um so that's something that we really need to take into account so you know one thing that I've been practicing consciously this year and subconsciously because I hypnotize myself to do it is to take naps throughout the day right mm. if I can or take 10 minutes to just close my eyes or just you know get some rest away uh, rest because of I've been on the screens too much or making sure I'm getting out and getting my vitamin D, being in sunlight, you know, these things that sound so simple are super, super effective and they're simple and they're, they don't cost you anything, right? So yeah, those are the things that I've been seeing and those are the things I'd recommend that you just take into account, just really try and manage your stress um, because if you're stressed out, then you're going to see that reflected in your cycle, which explains why everyone's cycles this year, or a lot of people's cycles this year have been all over the place. I love that you mentioned the, the simple tools, because I think sometimes when we um, come to like a problem that we notice in our bodies, we think that there must be some elaborate plan that needs to be put into place when really, I mean, you're like, go outside, get some vitamin D. I mean, yeah. like- like, wow. Okay. And th these little things can help us so much. Mm. Um, so I think that's wonderful to share and, um, you know, it, it can be just sitting out on your step and just soaking in the sun. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that I think, you know, if someone's listening to this and this might be the first time they've ever even thought about like working with their cycle and, um, you know, understanding what that could look like now, you know, I know you've said track your cycle, um, can we even break it down even more simple and, you know, if someone says track their cycle, okay, does she mean, 
um, like just write down things if they don't even know what is day one. Um, can you break it down? Like just super simple if someone's brand new to this work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I have to remember that I have to take it back to basics all the time. So yeah, no, thanks. Um, I do the same with my Ayurveda. I'm always like, oh, and I'm like, okay, no, back to basics. Yeah, back to basics. So when I say tap in your cycle, it's simply uh, about paying attention. You can start by just having an awareness that you're going to be changing, um, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually every single day, right? We're, we exist on these four planes, emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical. So you can, so, you know, like I said, I've got a, a free resource and it includes a downloadable menstrual cycle tracker. And what you can do is literally just write down one word to describe how you feel that day that's how easy it is to get started you know you may wake up in the morning and you might you know write restless um, and in the evening you might write super tired or whatever mm-hmm. um you know it can just be a word so just really checking in and asking yourself what is it that i need today and how can i give myself that even if it's just for five five percent right yeah yeah um so yeah and how you actually start counting what day you are on and it's super like i said it's super important to know what day you're on so you can get these little magic pearls of wisdom of what each day brings (laughs) yeah um and that is day one of your cycle is the day that you actually start your period so that's that full flow blood that full bleed um not spotting not brown spotting or anything like that that full flow blood is day one and then you count forward from there so I'm going to give you an example now so I'm day 10 so I started my period 10 days ago so all you do is just count days forward like that so I would just say get started by just making a note um, whether you want to use the uh, a tracker an app um, or you know a pen and paper I always say pen and paper is always the best way to get started um that's what you can start doing I love that and that's that's how I started tracking myself as well as just paper pencil write it down and then you can kind of see trends once you've done it a few months um you know like as you were saying with your day 21 and you know you start to notice okay yep I'm always feeling like this around Mm. day whatever and then you can kind of plan which um you know I usually notice like a just a dip of energy, usually around where I'm at right now in my cycle, like I'm on day 23, like in the next few days, I notice a dip. And so like, I can kind of plan for that and, um, you know, go into my weekend, which is always nice when you get it and you're like, I already have time built in for rest just makes it that much nicer. (laughs) I love that. It's so true. Like how many of you can say that you've actually got time built into rest, Mm. Mm. right? Just knowing that you've got that to look forward to is just, so exciting. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then once you can kind of, I think some of it's getting over the guilt too, because mm. the first few times you do it, you might be like, Oh, I should be doing something. Yeah. Uh, when really you're like, no, actually this makes me more productive. If I take my first day one, if I rest and then sometimes day two, just yeah. really rest my, the rest of my cycle, I feel just, I mean, I energize throughout the whole cycle. Yeah. Um, and like this past one, which is probably why I'm feeling the dip earlier. I knew I was going to pay the price because I, I couldn't. My period came early and I was like, oh, 
shoot. So I, I had to push and finish tasks. And then I was like, well, I am probably going to hit a wall a little sooner. And then I just, am going to make sure I make time this next time for, you know, that rest. So, um, that Andrea, that is just, that's just the way to do it. Giving yourself grace, you know, knowing that it's not always going to be perfect. That's the thing. Like we need to stop seeking perfection Mm -hmm. and we need to stop shooting all over ourselves. Like I should be doing this and I should be doing that. Um, yes. Give yourself more time and compassion. That's amazing. Mm, Thank you. Um, well, one of the things, um, that you had talked, and I don't even know if you want to talk about this or not, but I just saw an Instagram you shared and, um, about human design, um, and you're a projector, which I am as well. And I would love to know how that works into your cycle. So like, have you paired that up? Cause I know this is something new that you kind of started talking about. Um, yeah. how, how is that kind of working out? I'm so glad you asked me this question (laughs) (laughs) because um, I've just started doing the human design readings for like um, a few of my clients and just weaving it into my work and the two just work so harmoniously together so if um, you don't know what human design is human design is basically like your energetic blueprint so everyone's got these different um energy types and it's like the teachings of these different philosophies so it it blends astrology it blends um the kabbalah system it blends the tree of life it blends the chakra system and it's just such an incredible system and tool to have in your life for you to really understand how to manage your energy and how to move through life in a way that feels in incredible alignment with who you really are at your soul core um so i discovered it in um i discovered it in april of this year and finding out that i was a projector so a projector is someone who has um they they have an open sacral center which your sacral center if you're understanding anything about chakras is that um that is your life force energy so having an open sacral center means that i have a not a limited but an uh, unrenewable source of energy and all that means in layman's terms is that i need more rest mm-hmm. and andrea you need more rest mm-hmm. than others right yes um, because the people who do have a defined sacral center they have this unlimited renewable energy they wake up in the morning they start their energy all over again um what this means for projectors is that we need to rest more and that is why I'm, I'm always banging on about resting right with my work um so what that meant for me oh my god it was such a like jaw-dropping moment like for real I was like <laughs> oh my gosh it makes so much sense I really tried to push so much um throughout my entire life thinking I had to do 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 all the time and resting made me weak and all of these things and just again recognizing that and accepting it and respecting where I am has made such a difference I'm able to show up so much differently and I know now that when so I got quite poorly um maybe about three or four, probably about a month ago. And it was 
a combination of, of things, but I know it's because I was pushing too hard. So people who are projectors, they can burn out more easily than <laughs> people who aren't. I've burnt out multiple times in my past lives <laughs> before getting into this coaching world. Um, but yeah, it's changed everything and I love it. I just, yeah, human design is definitely um, a modality that I think is super important for everyone to learn. Um, and if you're, if you're listening, you can find out your human design um, at mybodygraph.com. Um, and all you need is your, your exact birth time. So perfect. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, once um, I didn't know much about it either, but I had a friend who was like, oh, let me do your chart quick. And um, she, her friend was also a projector. And they were like, oh, you need rest. And I was like, oh, that's the one thing I fight so hard to not do. So when you were saying everything you were saying, I was like, yep, yep, yep. I can relate. I am the pusher. I don't <laughs> want to rest. So, yep. Yeah. But my body always lets me know. I'm like, yep, I, I know when my body starts shutting down, I'm like, okay, time to yeah. take some stuff off my plate. It's not, you know, it's, it's not something that is going to magically happen overnight and you suddenly start living in your design. They say it takes seven years for you to fully oh, decondition. Seven I'm in years. Deconditioning process right now. And I'm actually <laughs> training as a, you know, in, inside a human design certification, but it's incredible. There's, it's such an intricate complex system and it's fascinating. Um, but yeah, bit by bit, little by little, you can start moving closer to your design and, things just flow for you when you when you start living in your design oh I'm gonna have to dive deeper into this with seven years okay yes we can talk about it because we're yes. two projectors together yes I'm like oh this is fun <laughs> <laughs> well I just have a couple more questions um one I know when this airs you you have a program that's you know going to be launching here in December um can you share a little bit about your program and where people can find that yeah absolutely so um I will be relaunching my signature program, Flow Zone Alchemy, which is a program designed for people with periods, people with period problems, um, who are, who need to learn how to sync with their cycle and to maximise the magic that you can find within your cycle and really tap into that inner wisdom, so that you can you know flow and thrive better within your life, your relationships, your business, and your your everything. <laughs> <laughs> literally everything um so yeah so inside the program you're going to really learn how to stop guessing what hormones are keeping you stuck um and really you know again like take back control of what those hormones are doing what those main culprits are so you can really start understanding what the telltale signs are if you have a hormonal imbalance um you can i take you through a hormone detox and reset within your mind and your body so you can again start thriving and have that sustainable energy that feels in alignment to who you really are at your core I take you through how to work with your inner seasons and your cycle superpowers um and yeah it's just a it's a fantastic program I'm really excited that I'm, I'm bringing it back and you can find out more and actually join the waitlist um by going to the link in my bio um on instagram but andrew i don't know whether you might share this here but um join sure. the wait list because you'll be able to um get a chance to save a hundred dollars off enrollment as well 
and when you go on the wait list I give you a free guide so you can really start working with your cycle before you start the program so yeah. sounds awesome sounds like an amazing program thank you so much yeah um so I'll put that and I'll put your Instagram um in the show notes as well so people can connect with you there um, so I have one final question. I always like to throw out a weekly challenge to the listeners. And then when I have a guest on, I have you throw out the weekly challenge to everyone. So what oh would you God. like that challenge to be? <laughs> oh my God. You didn't prepare me. For I know. I, t- I sometimes forget. Sometimes I remind people and then sometimes I, I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> okay. So what, mm, okay. My challenge for you listeners is to, hmm. You know what I'm just going to keep it super simple is to start making a note every day whether you do a note in your phone whether you do a note in your diary whether you do a note in your google calendar on how you feel each day mm-hmm. I want you to ask yourself the following question what do I need today and how can I give myself that even if it's just five percent oh I love it I'm writing that down what do I need today mm-hmm. and how can I give it to myself I love it well, thank you so much, Fiani. It's been such a pleasure having you on and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. Really, really great to catch up with you. Yes, you as well. And Fiani has a podcast as if you want to listen to her, um, her some more. Uh, do you want to share your podcast name? Yeah, sure. It's called Periods and Power Moves and you can find that where all the podcasts are. Perfect. Well, thank you again. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>